Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Traction Podcast, where we discuss racing video games across all genres and for all skill levels. Today, we are going to be talking about the upcoming racing games of 2021 that we're most excited about. I'm Justin, and joining me today is Tom and John. Hello there. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, 2020 was not a great year for video games for, I mean, for planet Earth, honestly, if we're totally honest. So uh, 2021 has a pretty low bar <laughs> and there are a lot of games, a lot of racing games coming out. We're going to talk about several of them. Um, but I mean, it's it's a tough one. I don't know if, if we should get our hopes up too much. It was it was a difficult year last year and it's looking like 2021 might be under sort of similar circumstances. So, I mean, do you guys think that we should be expecting, you know, the kind of AAA titles that we've gotten in years previous? That was an awkward pause. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> actually quite a lot of games coming out in 2021, really, but a lot mm -hmm. of them we sort of expect, but they've not been fully announced or they've had like a teaser trailer and there's not gameplay. And I think a lot of them, while they might be penciled in as 2021, could be delayed till 2022. So I feel like there's a lot to get excited about, but who knows when they're actually going to appear. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel the same as that, to be honest. I think, obviously, there's always a bit of anticipation, but I think with the whole global pandemic that's going on at the moment, I think everyone's expectations have to be just a little bit calm. And, you know, as much as game developers will try their best to get things out, um, I think it's just been a tough year for everyone. And you've got to have a little bit of sympathy for, for the, everyone involved for that. But yeah, we'll wait and see. So yeah. the the main games. Let's let's go ahead and talk about some of the ones that like we know for sure are coming out. For example, F one F one twenty twenty one. That's coming out. It's a year yearly release. As you mentioned, you know, there's no like trailer or anything like that. But it'd be really weird if they didn't come out with an F one twenty twenty one. F one twenty twenty was pretty good i mean i didn't play the the single player career mode but mm. i heard it was you know the best yet i saw a lot of youtube videos and that kind of stuff yeah. i mean do you think we can expect 2021 to be better the same i'm not so sure it's difficult it's difficult i i really enjoyed the my team career of f1 2020 it was a big step forward a nice innovation it sort of collated what they've been progressing towards for many years being able to uh, have a driver market kind of like a fifa title where he had like driver scores and cards and then you could actually at the end of a season uh change your teammate from either the f2 drivers or the ones that are existing in f1 after time if you played many seasons drivers would retire you could edit your livery set your team name all that good stuff but for this year how are you going to top that it's quite difficult but right. it's, a, it's a very important year for f1 because it's a transitional period between console generations and technology and also mm -hmm. Codemasters is being purchased by EA. I don't think mm -hmm. from a development point of view, it's too late in the day for that to have any effect. But maybe in 2022, they might have to change to like Frostbite engine or something like this, who knows? Uh, but there's big, big changes behind the scenes. And also I'd be very interested to see if it's gonna be an all new game from scratch for the new generation or this year's like a, you know, paddling for time uh, while they work on something bigger for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I 
I think F1 2020 raised the bar really well, as you said. And I think that obviously they've got a bit of a reputation at the moment for just bringing out new features each year. And they've really been improving their games well. I think you know, most people can agree that the progression mm. rates, it's probably about F1 2015. Uh, every game has just got slightly better than the one before. They've got more yeah. features. And obviously they're setting a bar really high for themselves. But I think, I mean, that's a great thing, right? You know, we all love the F1 games and we all want to see new exciting features. But I feel like they're really listening to the fans and doing what we want. Yeah. You know, I think there was a, a long time where everyone was really, really hoping to get you know driver driver changes a bit like fifa mm. um, and yeah. be able to actually feel like they were in a real kind of f1 career but uh, obviously w- when that came in a lot of people were thinking where do they go from here and then they had the story mm. mode obviously with Weber with uh, lucas weber and and uh, butler and then of course the the my team mode this year added something new again so yeah. they're, they're definitely on the right trajectory i wouldn't probably hold it against them if they didn't have any major features this year because of the yeah, exactly. you know the recent addition of major features but what i'd quite like to see is maybe mm. an incorporation of both uh, f1 2019 and 2020's best things so you know maybe the yeah. my team from F1 2020, but maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, more, I guess, cutscene immersion and maybe more of an, a new story for GP2 drivers coming through or F2 drivers like we had in the previous game. I think a combination of those two things would be quite cool, you know, um, but we have to wait and see. You know, it's been, it's been a tough year again, as I said, so um, I, I, I'm trying to keep my expectations not too high. Yeah, and I'd love to see some laser scanning on the tracks, but with COVID-19 happening, I don't know how easy or difficult it is for developers of all games, not just F1, to actually get out there and visit these locations around the world. So that's also just a general trend to watch, but it is something I'd like to see in an F1 game. Yeah, certainly. Um, it would be nice if they could carry over this stuff. But as you kind of alluded to, this is sort of the most important F1 game since 2015, because 2015 yeah. was the new gen. It was PS4, Xbox One. You know, It was the brand new generation, brand new graphics, physics, all that kind of stuff. Um, what do you hope for? Uh, well, I'll start with you, Tom. What do you, th- what do you hope for in terms of 2021's like physics and stuff like that? Do you hope for more realism? You mentioned the laser scanning. Do you hope it's more realistic, closer to sim? Because right now it's just, kind of in that space between sim and arcade. I think it has to remain between because Formula yeah. One is a broad demographic around the world. There'll be lots of people playing with a controller, but also lots of people playing with a wheel. And I feel like the handling balances that very well at the minute. But I would like some more detail in the tracks and the environments. That mm. doesn't necessarily make it a sim, but it makes it more authentic. And I think mm. everyone can benefit from that. Immersion. But yeah, exactly. Immersion, yeah. And from from the online side, there's still some weirdness with like how the virtual safety car works and stuff like this. I don't know if you've experienced that when you've been commentating online, Justin, but <laughs> certainly got some oddness there. Uh, but if if they come out with a game that's more bare bones and completely new, I'll be happy with that. If it's a transitional year and they've added like I don't know Formula Three to it instead of all new and waiting for another year, I'd also be relatively happy with that as well. John. Yeah, I pretty much agree with most of what you were saying there, Tom. I think it's it's whatever they do, you know, as long as they they do something that's a little bit different and have put a little bit of mm-hmm. effort in, I think we're all going to be reasonably happy. The realism thing, I'm kind of in a similar position. I think and it needs to sit somewhere in between. And I do feel like the F1 games have been a little bit tricky on a controller for a few years with, with certain direction changes and stuff. And obviously that's something that's always going to be an issue with a controller. You know, like for example, Swimming Pool Chicane on Monaco, it's almost impossible to to get through there at a high speed like you can on a wheel. Um, and little things like that are tricky. So if, if I had to be really 
nitpicky. Um, I'd like there to be maybe something that just helps that a little bit more. Um, but you again, as I say, they've struck a really nice balance where I think sim fans, once they get used to the physics, can really enjoy F1 2020 as it is at the moment. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. you can be a fan of it with a controller. You can play on it. You know, we can have likes of Ian Poulter racing against F1 drivers and not being far off the pace. So, you know, I, I think they need to stay somewhere in the middle. Um, obviously, in a dream world, we have a situation where we have two kind of physics engines where you have the hardcore sim engine and you have the kind of controller-based arcade engine. But, um, you know, that's that's a big a big step in the future, um, potentially. But right now, I, I honestly, I think they've done a good job. So I think if they keep it where it is and maybe just work a little bit on something like direction changes, that would be amazing. Yeah, and uh, uh, you guys kind of touched on the esports side as well, which is something that I'm involved in, and I follow a lot of the esports drivers and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. these guys complain a lot about the online as well. So I, I I know for sure that's something that you know the esports community is concerned about. They want they want yeah. better, less lag. You know, they want better connections, all that kind of stuff. But it's such a small thing for the average consumer. You know, the average person is just going in; they're just playing career yeah. mode. So I can understand yeah. why it's low priority for for mm -hmm. Codemasters. But at the same time, yeah. people are tuning in to see the esports. You know, yeah. and that's selling their product. So it's yeah. a tough one. I I hope that they can improve the online, but at mm -hmm. the same time, I understand why career is such a focus for them. Yeah, I've, you just reminded me of a really big thing that is often. Uh, complained about or discussed with that game, especially online, is the track limits and the, how mm. they don't represent them in real life necessarily. Uh, they're either too strict or too slack in some areas. So I hope that there's some method where they can uh, improve upon that because I was watching uh, some of the virtual Grand Prix stuff last year during lockdown, and in one of the races, I think it was China, all the drivers were using this big curb uh, way out wide that they wouldn't do in real life. So uh, there needs to be some refinement there. That, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I think would be really cool, actually, is if they uh, had the ability, at least, to turn off the fans at the circuit. Because obviously, every F1 game has is just, you know, fans all over the place. But oh, right. for, the, for the new, you know, we can't do that in this day and age. Uh, right. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. And I mean, that would save system resources as well, too. You know, you don't have to animate or, or render any of those fans or anything like that. So uh, certainly, that's that's something that that I would hope for personally. Um, I but think, yeah, I, I know think it would be really cool, yeah. actually, if you, if you made the 2021 version, like you, even if you had the same game, but just instead of having the normal celebrations of the podium, everyone was wearing masks. We had all that stuff. I think that would be a great addition. <laughs> or those robots, game. the podium robots yeah, that I had the last year. Oh, be a mini I game driving those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have quick time action going on. Um, so another game that's due to come out in 2021, we'll just quickly move away from, from F1, um, is, and, and I'm going to lean on you guys heavily for this one, is MotoGP. Um, yep. I am not, uh, yeah, I much prefer four wheels over two. I don't know if you know this, it's a lot more stable. It doesn't oh, fall it? over when you have, when you ha yeah, when you have four wheels, you don't have to worry about falling over. It's fantastic. Oh, right. But what I have not played, <laughs> I have not played a, a MotoGP game or a motorcycle game at all. Since like, right. I don't know, NES or something like that. Um, I mean, what what is the state of MotoGP games and what, what can we even hope for? Uh, in one word, iteration. Uh, mm -hmm. There's the, So the, the MotoGP game released every year, officially licensed and developed by Italian developer Milestone. And they also make several other motorcycle games as well. Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago, they were using their own engine. This is on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One generation. 
But then halfway through that, they switched to Unreal Engine. Uh, had some big teething problems uh, initially. Now they have been solved, and the, the last game, MotoGP 20, was a very, very solid game, but it lacked a sort of sparkle or innovation to really move it forward. You know, we talked about the F1 My Team. Well, the career mode in MotoGP is a really sort of more old-fashioned uh, career mode where you start from the bottom and rise to the top, but there's not much you can do in terms of team management, really. And likewise, the online... You, you, there's no like uh, online tournaments or championship rankings or uh, r- races that rank you against or put you in lobbies with people of the same skill level. All of that is sort of missing. So that's what I really hope for for this year. John, yeah. Any thoughts? Um, to be honest, uh, I'm similar to you, Justin. I'm leaving more on Tom for this one. I think you know <laughs> motorcycle games have got a really good history, and there's lots of different variety. You know, we saw um, obviously Ride Four came out in 2020, and that seemed to be a big success. And yeah, mm. recently I've not really had a, been doing as much of the motorcycle games. And I think, as you say, it would be good to have something a little bit more immersive and something a little bit fresh, yeah. just to change it up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're necessarily bad games. I've played little bits, and um, I yeah. never really complained about the quality of the game. But it just doesn't quite give me yeah. that immersion that makes me want to come back and really experience it in the full. So I think there's definitely some work to be done. But as you say, you know, Milestone are producing so many games every year. I think yeah. that's something that can be commended. Um, but it's we'll just cover some yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's a good game, and it looks really good, and it has all the licenses. And what I would say uh, that's extremely positive with MotoGP, the MotoGP games, is that it has all the support classes. So F1 has mm. just F2, MotoGP right. has Moto2, it has Moto3, it has Moto E, which is the electric support series, and it has the Red wow. Bull Juniors, which is so it has the four support classes all licensed with all the riders. So that's a hell of a lot of work, and that's really good. But it needs yeah. more than just quantity to, to excel. And also, again, we're in this cross-generational period, so it'd be interesting to see if they just do like a halfway house game with shinier graphics this year, or they actually try something all new. Yeah. I, and I wonder if these games, uh, F1 and MotoGP specifically, I do wonder if these are going to be available on the previous gen, because I know there's stock mm. issues. You know, it's so hard to get a PS5 and an Xbox Series X right now. So a lot of people who yeah. want one and have the money for yeah, one yeah. can't can't even get one for a reasonable price anyway. Yeah. I'm sure they could go get one used yeah. or whatever, they secondhand for $1,000. Yeah, or 1,000 euros yeah. or whatever. I should really so, sell mine. <laughs> probably. You I'll probably buy make it. a nice... Yeah, <laughs> there you Actually, go. I See, that's it. I want to keep it. That's that's how badly people want to get one. But I, yeah. I wonder if these companies are going to because you know they these are supposed to be the next gen games. I mean, it was last year that these next gen consoles came out. But I wonder if there's going to be PS4 and Xbox yeah. One versions. If I was a betting person, and I'm not, I would say that the you're you're correct. I think at the very least they'll be on PS4, Xbox One. It might even be. They don't have a full next-gen version, and they rely on right. sort of the backwards compal- compatibility. So uh, I'm thinking it's different time, different scenario, but when F1 went from the PlayStation 3 era to uh, PlayStation 4, that year's game was only on the old gen. They missed they missed a year. Uh, different times, different, different um, people in the team, I'm sure, but that could be a real possibility. It's an interesting point you've raised there. Yeah. And that's a good point as well, Tom, that like it's, you know, I think that especially I, I would keep alluding to it and I'm sorry, but, you know, with, with everything that's going on, it's just that little bit tougher to get things done and to be able mm. to travel to places to travel, you know, um, times for everything. Production time is is limited yep. and it's, it's just a tough environment. So I think we will see 
I think at the least it'll be available for the older gen and maybe for the first few yeah. years. It's Correct. just more of a question of whether they'll have a fully optimized version for the next gen. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to find out. I mean, you it's could probably still buy a new version of FIFA from PS2, right? <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. I, but in previous years, everybody would have been like, you know, oh, the new game better be on the new gen, you know, because everybody yeah. wants the new shiny graphics yeah. and the new shiny physics. This might be the first generation ever where people are like, please don't release it on the new generation. Like, you know, I want you to release it on the old gen console. Yeah, yeah. And with the new ones being backwards compatible, that lessens the blow a lot as well, doesn't it? It like, does. If it just yeah. came out on... Uh, PS4, well, I can play it on PS5 and it probably will run a bit better. So it's still a new game yeah. and I can probably wait till 2022. But let's see. That's a it's great point. I, I would, I, I do appreciate that when the developers release like a, like a PS4 version of a game and then it has mm. like a, a, some extra frame rate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Something small. It doesn't even have to be that much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's certainly beneficial. Um, okay, let's move on to NASCAR, which is obviously something I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the game, anyway, I know quite well. Oh, the but sport, you're just in still learning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this, this is a big year for NASCAR, obviously. Uh, it's going to be the first game fully developed by Motorsport Games. Um, and I know this is kind of news to you guys, so you're, you're probably, oh, interesting. Holy uh, <laughs> but obviously, NASCAR Heat 5 heavily based on nascar heat 4 as you would imagine you know same generation yep. same yeah, uh, yeah. it was on unity etc it's it's all the, it's all the same kind of stuff similar to what f1 did with 15 16 17 so on and so on mm -hmm. um but this is going to be the first one where you know they said it's not going to be on unity i can't i can't say anything beyond that i do know what engine it's going to be right. and stuff, but i can't i can't i can't That's talk good. about that just yet there's not many successful <laughs> racing games on unity it's true. It's true. I, I looked it up one time and I don't think there was any, in fact. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a rough engine to do with, with racing games. And mm. um, I, I've specifically spoken to, to the developers um, that, that came in um, after Monster Games because they were the ones that were creating the games up right. to NASCAR Heat 5. And they talked about the challenges of developing a racing game in Unity and stuff. So I know, I know they're super duper excited about um, about this year's game. Yep. I'm super duper excited about this year's game. Um, we don't have any information about old gen, new gen, anything like that. Right. Um, mm. But again, what we do know is it's all new from the ground up, you know, right. uh, using the motorsport games team and stuff like that. Um, do you guys have, have you, either of you played the Heat games in the past? I've played three, four, and five. How about three, you? Three, four, and five. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of history of doing NASCAR stuff on, on a mixture like iRacing, and so I've played a bit of Heat 5, but not much. Uh, yeah. um, but, you know, I've also played the mobile version, which is actually fun. It's really, really good fun. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honestly so excited um, for the next generation of this. I think it'll be really cool to see what, what differences there are. Hopefully, they'll add this feature where you can turn right sometimes as well. That'd be really good. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's a really fun game. I, you know, the thing about a NASCAR game that makes it as well is that I love the format of NASCAR where, you know, you're in a race and you don't need to, need to necessarily lead from the start. You can be at the back of the pack, you can have a caution, you know, you could be fighting your way through and it's so much about pit stop strategy. And I feel like with races like that, unlike the likes of Formula One, you really kind of don't know where it's going to go until the last 10 laps. And mm. I think, you know, the idea of a you know newly updated NASCAR game um, from the ground up and I just think there's so much potential there for it to be really cool. So I, for one, am very excited about turning left more often. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You sound very enthused there. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays out. The proof is in the pudding, so to speak. So mm -hmm. uh, for, for me, it's all about how they improve uh, the feel and the track 
and the handling and the performance. And that's what right. I felt was lacking with Heat 5, personally. And also Heat 5 was very, very similar to Heat 4, but with like uh, improved rosters. So there needs to be uh, s- some bigger changes, but it sounds like from what you've said, there is going to be that. Yeah, it's going to be certainly fundamentally different. Again, from the ground up, you know, completely different right, okay. engine, completely different physics. Um, mm, and I know, I, I know, there's a lot of focus on that kind of stuff for this year because you know you're you're starting a platform. I, I, I hate to bring it up again, but it's like what you said with F1 2015. That was like the start of the new generation, you know, and it was feature light, but was, physics yeah. and graphics heavy. And hmm. I'm, and I, you know, I'm not involved in the actual development of the. I was on the community side of things, so um, now I'm I'm speaking hypothetically. But uh, certainly, with a new generation, you know, you would expect yeah. it to be exactly like that. You know, kind of lighter right. on on those kind of features, but heavier on the the. You know, personally, yeah. I I would much prefer a game where you could go out and just you know turn some laps by yourself and have a great time, um, right. but okay. maybe doesn't doesn't have a ton of stuff going on in it rather than a game that's chock full of content but mm. you know just isn't quite as fun to to turn laps in i don't know how you guys feel about that but couldn't put it better myself really i think heat 5 was full there of content but i wanted to yeah. more on track feeling so uh yeah, oh yeah. i said the word feeling which every racing driver does <laughs> in every interview ever yeah, um, apparently. The, sure. I, I agree. I agree. Like, uh, obviously, features are a big thing, but you got to give it time to come. And I think they've got to focus on the groundwork because if you establish good groundwork, everyone can wish for better features and more features, and they can add things in as the years go on. But if the groundwork's not right. there, you're not going to have you know a, a great game, and it's going to be really difficult to come back from that. I think so. If they start well with that and the racing's good, it, also like online racing, it's important that you're able to race side by side and not feel like you're about to crash into everyone every time you touch the stick on a controller. Like it needs to feel um, usable. It needs to feel user friendly and you know maybe that's somewhere where nascar heat 5 struggled so let's let's see how it is but i'm yeah i'm feeling good about it yeah i am uh, uh i'm optimistic obviously i've had a, a slightly more insight than the average person anyway uh, but certainly i'm very excited for uh for the new nascar game again it's the first one from motorsport games fully um right. you know sort of from the ground up so yeah it's going to be a very different sort of experience um Moving on to the next one, uh, we're expecting a Need for Speed game this year? Yeah. Not confirmed on the date, I don't think, but I think it is mm-hmm. confirmed that it's Criterion Games developing it. And there was a mm-hmm. very, very brief, very, very brief sort of teaser-ish, which was sort of in-engine and not in-game of two cars. I think one of them was a Porsche sat still during a presentation about uh, how next-gen is going to improve the loading times and stuff. Um, so there was Burnout Paradise remastered released a couple of years ago and then just at the end of 2020 there was need for speed hot pursuit remastered they're both criterion games games mm. if that makes sense and they're both <laughs> yeah. excellent so the hope is something like that please but with shiny 4k graphics that would be nice that would yeah. be cool yeah i think I for mean, me uh, that era of need for speed the criterion ones were, were really good and and maybe in the latter years it's sort of tailed off i don't know if you're going to agree or disagree with that justin I haven't played a Need for Speed game in years, but from right. the outside looking in, it seemed to me like a game that's more about customizing than it is about actual driving. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'd go you with know, that. It's well. heavy on the custom. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm, I'm a similar that I've not been playing it too much recently, but I did I did give one of the games a go uh, a few years ago, uh, which was just Need for Speed, and I actually really, oh, yeah, really same. enjoyed that. 
you know that was probably my peak sim racing game phase where I was avoiding a lot of the the arcade style stuff and I really enjoyed that game it was good fun um it obviously doesn't it would need for speed for for people like my age it's a lot of a, it's a lot of nostalgia you know the games from when you that you grew yeah. up with and i'm sure we'll talk about that in another podcast but um i'm definitely keen to see what it's like on next gen because i think a big part yeah. of it for the aesthetics and the visual uh, elements yeah. of it so yeah let's let's wait and see i think that'll be a good one as well but uh, time will tell big big just, selling franchise can't be underestimated yeah. yeah it's it's sort of one of those uh genre defining genre breaking you know people that aren't yeah. into racing games will buy a need for speed game Absolutely. just because they yeah. grew up on it yeah or be, because they they know the company that it's from or, or whatever it might be but i mean personally i would like it to work on a wheel better um because you know I, I and this is from a massive fan of the forza horizon series you know i think horizon has found that nice balance between between you know sim and and arcade um f1 is a little bit more leaning towards sim than arcade rather than compared to like forza horizon i would say but i would like to see just a little bit better physics from a need for speak just a little bit. i'm not asking for anything too crazy if it was like forza horizon then uh it would be a genuine competitor for me specifically i just know I've watched videos of Need for Speed games, recent Need for Speed games from the last, you know, half decade or so. And I see a lot of drifting uh, to go faster. You know what I mean? And it's it's like, look, you can have the drifting. I don't mind. And even if it's the same speed, that's fine. But it's, it's like Mario Kart. It's closer uh, to Mario yeah. Kart than it is to Forza, where... You know, like you half expect during the drift for the wheels to start glowing blue and then for you to shoot out the exit of the corner with a boost. Like, what is that? I just want, yeah. I want it to be somewhat based in reality. I don't know. For, with Need for Speed, I'm not sure I fully agree. Um, but but saying, so I'm kind of in a knot with myself because part of me feels like, you know, this game needs to be accessible for everyone. It needs to be for someone who has no idea about cars. They want to be able to see what it's like to drift. Okay, you don't actually drive the car with a controller like you would and make it drift in the same way but it's super satisfying that it doesn't take much effort to start drifting around all the corners but then i think right. about it again and need for speed is almost marketed as a kind of it's not really a kids game is it you know it's it's a lot more it's, yeah. it's i guess it's more teenage to adult and it's got a lot of kind of adult themes to it um and it yeah it feels like they're almost aiming for a mature audience but then the way the physics are set kind of suits younger younger audience as well at least um as well as less experienced so yeah i'm, I'm kind yeah. of i'm tying myself in knots of whether i agree with you or not it's a bit of both <laughs> basically well, i think what we're saying is who would want to be criterion games right now trying to get the right balance of yeah. accessibility and pleasing justin so you know fingers crossed <laughs> to them. But, but does anyone care about the story in the need for speed games a, a lot of the yes. i think you said just in like oh it's a lot about customization and it really is there's lots of youtubers out there who just do customization mods for need for speed each week and oh look at my new bull bar or exhaust but also the games have gone a lot more story based of late i think the one you've just played john has like ken block in there doesn't it i, I just played that recently magnus as well walker. Uh, yeah magnus walker the one after that was all about trying to do these stunts and a, a bit of a heist thing going on and so uh, do you think the Criterion Games one would have a big story in, or would it be more paired back like a Burnout Paradise where there's basically not really one? Uh, I would hope for a story, but I would hope for a story that focuses more on the actual writing. You know what I mean? I, I would prefer that mm. they focus on the quality of the story, of the right. story rather than the, 
the the famousness of the people in it and that sort of thing. You know <laughs> totally what I mean? Agree. I don't. I don't. I I love a good story. I love I love yeah. TV movies. I love RPGs. I love games with some story in them. What I don't like is Forza Horizon story stuff. Like the unskippable cutscenes with people's mouths <laughs> who don't move and the cameras behind oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's so half-assed that yeah. uh, can I say At that, that point, on this podcast? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's so it's so bad. And you know, I love Forza Horizon, but the story and the cutscenes are garbage. They are the worst <laughs> thing in gaming, if you ask me. They're just so so bad. I like what Need for Speed is attempting, but sometimes it's just really cringy, and it seems like yeah. a watching a low budget TV show that's made for tweens and stuff like yeah. that. Like, you know, they're using like lingo that I don't even think they understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's really it's like cringy. Kind of yeah. Exactly. Like I would love if they would rather put that money into hiring somebody who knows how to write a good story, you know, and that mm. that's really going to captivate me. That's, that's kind of comes back to what I was saying though as well, Justin, where, I feel like the stories are, are written in a way that's cringy and feels very young and is aimed at very mm -hmm. young people. But then also the, the kind of theme of it feels like it's a bit more mature and kind of not suitable for... <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's a really weird kind of balance. And I, like when I was playing, I think I was probably like 18 when I played that game. And for me, it felt really childish, but then also like kind of a bit dodgy at the same time. It was just a weird balance. Um, oh, so I agree with you. Point. Write the script well. Yeah, no, but what you're saying about like being mature but aimed for young people, like the need yes. to speak from from a couple of years ago that we've both both recently played, right? Has like these adults and you meet up with them in the cutscenes and they're in a bar and stuff and they're having a party, but they're having this party and they're all just drinking energy drinks. They're not drinking alcohol. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is all weird. Yeah, yeah, the police have to. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. You don't so, like to get um, together with your friends and just chug a bunch of caffeine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with some music and some lights. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just vibe back in Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm looking like, forward to the gameplay. <laughs> right, right. I, I I have high hopes for it, but low expectations is essentially mm. uh, my my feelings with Need for Speed. But I mean, yeah. I, I would love to, I would love to enjoy it, it just as a game yeah, yeah. to play on controller. I, again, I would love for it to be usable and playable and fun on a wheel and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, as long as it's, it's you know controller, good on controller, exactly. As long as yeah, it's good yeah, on yeah. controller and and stuff like that, I think it could be really good. I've got an alternative theory, not for 2021, but for 2022 or three. And that is, has anyone played Fast and Furious Crossroads? No, I can't say I have. Absolutely terrible. Uh, I've, and I've <laughs> finished it for my sins. Uh, and in there, there are actual likenesses of like Vin Diesel. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. he's in there and lending the voice. And they've, they've tried to make it very cinematic and ultimately failed. And I wouldn't like to speculate on why or how that happened, but it's unfortunately it's a turgid mess. But slightly mad studios did the Fast and Furious Crossroads game. They were recently bought by Codemasters. Codemasters has recently been bought by EA. So could Need mm -hmm. for Speed and Fast and Furious combine in some weird kind of thing, even if it's just DLC, because there was a Need for Speed film and it was kind of been like it was trying to be like Fast and Furious. I don't know. Oh, I've yeah, got I half an idea I there. I forgot about that movie. Really yeah yeah right I Aaron Paul, forgot it? About it. Yeah, yeah 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 i completely forgot about that yeah uh, um <laughs> right right i would i would prefer if like need for speed and fast and furious got some project cars physics you know or something like that that's that's what i would rather see personally right i don't know about you john 
Uh, I I see where you're coming from, but I think even Project Cars Two is probably for me too far in the balance towards sim. Mm. You know, it's obviously going to be better on a wheel, but I think Need for Speed for me always needs to you know retain the, the ability for a ten or eleven year old to pick it up. And I don't even know if they're allowed mm. to play it if you're ten or eleven, but it feels like that. Oh, um, no. You know, to be able to play the game with a controller and be able to drift everywhere like it. If they had like maybe a couple of different routes that they went down maybe there wasn't like if maybe the need for speed type game was was more arcadey and then the fast and furious game had the kind of project mm -hmm. cars 2 physics with the need for speed style story then i'd be up for that um there's there's maybe some room for it but yeah it's, for me it's for me it's got to stay as fully accessible because that's one of the, the joys about yeah. that game is anyone yeah, yeah. can play it interesting i think it's fascinating that need for speed has us the most divided out of everything yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought that? I thought that would have been F1 for sure. Um, we've also got, uh, and this is another one that I, I don't follow too closely. I don't have a Sony console, but Gran Turismo 7 uh, <gasps> it, coming out in 2021? Is, is, is that right? You guys are hyped. Well, I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. Are you, John? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. more than hyped, Tom. Yeah, sorry, Justin. I think that Gran Turismo said, obviously, yeah, for, for me growing up, Gran Turismo was, was the game for, you know, because it was the, I guess it was one Same. of the first real crosses between sim and racing. And when I was a kid, it was really, really enjoyable because of the depth of it. You know, Gran Turismo 3, Gran Turismo 4, for mode. me, what made it was the career mode, right? The GT story yeah. mode. And progression for me it's gone so far downhill with the most recent couple of titles i think gran turismo 5 um, as again for another podcast uh, underrated yeah. but um, gt sport and gt6 lost a little bit of the lost a little bit of magic and i feel like with gt7 the bringing back gt mode um for that reason i am very very excited for it. and i just so hope they can recapture some of the magic from you know gt2 3 and 4 i've got so many thoughts right now and i really can't decide where to begin i'm going to start with that's hope it comes out this year but if mm -hmm. it doesn't it's not the end of the world i'm okay with that let's make zero it surprise good yeah. yeah so i think why we've included it here and while we're talking about it in a 2021 preview is that during the playstation 5 reveal stream there was a trailer for gt7 and it did look like there was gameplay in there it wasn't like a pre-rendered thing it was cockpit cam someone yeah, driving yeah. the game and you're like Oh, so maybe it's nearly ready. And then there was some leak about some Japanese advert where it, it said in the small print, oh, early 2021, which I think was maybe a typo or something. I'm not going to get too excited about that. I think we would have heard a lot more about it at this point if it was. <laughs> so earliest Christmas 2020, 2021, I would really like that. But if it's going into next year, that's fine. And then the second point was, I like Gran Turismo Sport. And I know it's not got the career and the progression, and the, it has got career races, it has got license tests, but they're not it's that great. They weren't that, yeah, exactly. They're not that good. Uh, they weren't there at the start. You've, you know, you've had to wait a couple of years before. There's a lot of them there, um, but it really innovated in the online esports space, especially for console players. It was accessible. It puts you into these ranked races that are really matching your skill level. And so if you combine the online innovation with the classic GT single player, that should be the perfect marriage. And that's why I'm excited for GT7. Yeah, I agree with that, Tom. I think the online of GT Sport was really good. But for me, what yeah. made GT, G, the Gran Turismo series so good in the first place was the right. offline stuff. So that's, I play Gran Turismo for the offline, not the online. And then when I right. missed that, I kind of was put off it. But I don't. I would not deny for a second that GT Sport is really accessible oh, yeah. uh, as an online platform. So I feel like a combination yeah. of the two, which is what I think this is going to be. Um, I hope will so. Be yeah. Great. 
Yeah, and I just think uh, I, I would temper it slightly from my side that the single-player AI in other games has moved on much more than Polyphony Digitals, mm. unfortunately. So I'll be, mm. I'll be, if they're going to have this big single-player weight to the game, which the trailer is all about the single-player stuff, it even shows you like the menus, um, then I just hope there's, a, there's some AI improvements there. Or if there isn't, just some new way of of racing to get around that, you know, you start at the back each time, or I don't know, some some other invention. But uh, still, so excited, but I just don't want to get too carried away, and it'd be a bit of a letdown. So um, it, it, I can't deny though that it's a massive series, over eighty million Grand Turismo games sold, so it's very very important. So just take your time with it, please. I, st- I think uh, last I checked, still the highest selling racing game of all time is one of the mm. Grand Turismo's. If you ignore Mario Kart, if you ignore if you ignore uh, Mario okay. Kart, yeah. it's like the first four slots are all Mario Kart <laughs> <laughs> top selling racing games. But then yeah. after that, it's it's two Grand Turismo's, and there's a good reason for that. And yeah, I was the same way, John. I grew up uh, with Grand Turismo. I think Grand Turismo one. I rented for my birthday one year oh, when wow. I also I rented the console. So I didn't have a PlayStation yet. <laughs> so my parents rented a PlayStation console and wow. rented Gran Turismo for my birthday. And then, you know, all my friends came over. It was like for my 11th birthday or something silly like that. I was very, very young. And all my friends came over and we played Gran Turismo all day and all night like it was like a sleepover thing and like we went to bed at like 3 a.m or something crazy like that and we just played it constantly and just passing the controller too because we only had the one controller we couldn't even race each other and we just played nonstop. and i do miss um what and i think that's the reason that i fell in love with forza horizon because it's sort of like the new gran turismo it's you it's one of those games where you spend more time not racing than you do racing you spend more time in the menus and tuning and upgrading and spending money and doing wheel spins and all of that sort of stuff. And it's it's that kind of like RPG element that you just right. don't get in other racing games. And it's it's actually something that's been missing up until Horizon came to PC with, with the third one, because it wasn't even available on PC for one and two. Up until Forza Horizon 3 came out on PC a few years ago, you couldn't get that kind of single player racing experience on a PC. It just didn't mm. exist. Like Assetto Corsa yeah. doesn't have upgrading and money and all of that kind of stuff. None of these PC games do. I mean, iRacing yeah. does, but that's from your actual wallet. That's, that's, not, <laughs> that's, not, that's not digital money you're spending. That is real oh, okay. dollars that you earned at work. So, uh, you know, I am I am also very excited. I would love, though, love, love, love if it was on PC. And I don't understand no Sony's... Jumps. I know, and I don't understand that. Like Microsoft has embraced, and maybe it's because they make Windows, but Microsoft has embraced yeah. that you know console and PC gamers are two completely separate things. Never the two shall meet. That kind of stuff, and they've actually given them the ability to race against each other. You know, you can hop on Forza Horizon on a PC or or an Xbox. You can race against your friend on PC or Xbox, and so on and so forth. I would love it if Sony would do that, and it's it wouldn't cannibalize any of their market. I really don't think. Oh, it I would. Mean, I think it would. I think it would. You think it would yeah, really? Because, yeah, because Microsoft's different because they're getting revenue from you having a Windows device. And a PC, right. Sony doesn't have that opportunity ever. So That's true. And, and also, I don't think Microsoft's uh, end game 
is to actually make money by selling Xboxes. I think that's right. been and gone. I know they've invested in a new one. Yeah. Developer. So if you've got a PC, there's literally no reason why you'd have an Xbox because all the games yeah. are on there. But yeah. to play all these amazing games on PlayStation, you have to have a PlayStation. And I also think in the future it might change because Microsoft's made some big acquisitions. And I know we're going off rails here, but there are so <laughs> many Sony exclusive games, way more than Microsoft has got. Uh, so there's much more incentive for Sony and Nintendo, let's be real, to keep their mm -hmm. IP to their... So, you know, I don't think you'll ever see Mario on PC either, for example. Sadly. I but Sadly. I think Microsoft has less to lose by doing this 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 platform yeah. sharing. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's what go. happened with Sega. They turned from a console maker into just a video, yeah, yeah. You know, just a video game maker. But only because Dreamcast failed, right? Whereas, right. whereas PlayStation and, and Switch are extremely... Profitable and successful. Yes. So PlayStation's still yeah. the number one selling console worldwide, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can understand that, but again, uh, I just I don't like gaming in front of a TV anymore. You know, I like I like sitting upright, oh, right. especially with a racing game. Like it's it's hard to be like you know just slouched back, chilling and, and racing. <laughs> like this, you know, you you're like attack position when you're when you're when you're in a racing game. So yeah, I don't know. I've just always preferred PC for that kind of stuff, um, and and for wheel and everything. You know the different wheels that are available and whatnot. So, yeah. um, do we want to? Anyway, do we want to jump into our? Do we want to jump into our top picks here? Uh, like uh, I think we were going to do John first. Uh, yeah. The game that you're most looking forward to for 2020, racing game that you're most looking forward to. Well, this is a bit of a curveball and it hasn't been mentioned yet. Um, but I'm really excited to see what happens with the new test drive game that's going to be coming out soon because we've Ooh. obviously we've heard a new test drive released we don't know too much about it yet um it's um, i guess it's one of those ones where i don't know if we can fully trust when it's going to be launched because obviously everything that's going on but i remember playing the original test drives and it for me it was kind of an equivalent to forza in that it's open world it's kind of like it was almost like a gran turismo game not quite as good as gran turismo but an old gran turismo game where instead of clicking on the menu what dealership you want to go to and spend the money you drive to the dealership you yeah. walk around the showroom pick a car to test and then if you desire it you work up the money and you buy the car and i just feel like that kind of concept with an open world map um, and you're driving to different dealerships discovering the map as you go was such a cool feature the racing i wasn't even bothered about like the racing was an inconvenience <laughs> to get me money to go and drive around the town in a really cool convertible car and you could upgrade stuff and i just think yeah like finding the dealerships was such a big thing because you didn't tell you where they all were so um, i'm rambling on because the original test drive was a lot of fun for me and it needs a mention but because of how good that was I am very much looking yeah. forward to this next one. I mean, the second one was a bit disappointing, but I mm. think uh, there's a lot of potential for this to be really cool because they've had such a long time to be, you know, looking at it. I remember it's a playing series... the PSP version as well, wasn't there? And that, that was quite mm. good. Uh, but I've interrupted Justin, so no, I, I was just, I was just going to say, it's a series I don't know as well as other series. I have played test drives. I remember I played one on PC where you could teleport from one car to another. Was that test drive unlimited? You could like hit spacebar, oh, and then and then you could like zoom as as a spirit or something into a different car. I, Are you I sure you want to play destroy all humans? I, I have no idea. I don't. It was it was definitely a test drive game. I remember that. Um, I, I also remember playing a test drive game for like PS One or PS Two or something like that. But I agree. I agree with you, John. I do love the like the open world and just the the uniqueness of it. You know, it's unlike any other racing game, which is great. 
Absolutely agree. And you can find little hidden parts. Like there was there was runways you could try and jump over something to break into, or you yeah. could drop in there in the map. There's all sorts of little really clever hidden bits, and it made it. I guess the game had so much longevity because you never ever discovered everything. You're always working towards mm -hmm. the next thing. The only thing that let it down, well, funnily enough, was was for me the racing in it. It just wasn't that fun for whatever reason. No. And I'm it was like an exploration game, wasn't? Yeah, yeah, and um, that's what I'd like to see more of because I think you know we've been like, Forza Horizon's doing a good job of that kind of aspect. So it would be just good to see something else come along, and yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think um, it's Kyloton Kiloton KT Games, let's say, <laughs> uh, is developing it, and so I, I think they're going to use the game engine from the WRC games. So it'd be really interesting to see how that's utilized. Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to with supercars. Yeah, has, okay. <laughs> weird choice. Yeah, weird choice. And uh, the, when they last reinvigorated the series, which was V-Rally, oh, and also flat out, they both did those in the last uh, mm. five or six years. They were both a bit of a bit of a flop. So let's hope with this one, when they bring it back, it's back to uh, being a good game again. So fingers crossed for that. But yeah. And uh, John, what do you hope for when it comes to like you know the the game itself? Are you hoping for something quite arcadey or or you know something that's very controller focused, something you can use a wheel on? I I don't necessarily mind. I think as long as it's fun to drive. Like I I I'm perfectly happy with a game that's not wheel friendly if the controller feels satisfying to drive. You know, and if it feels like it. You know, Dirt Three, for example. Um, that game I went back and played in a controller and it didn't need a wheel because it was so much fun in a controller anyway and it was usable. So for me, it's not necessarily about which it's aimed at. It's more about the quality of whatever it produces. You know, if it's fun in a controller, that's it. It's not the kind of game that's going to be a sim. It's not designed to be for direct drive wheels and fancy. I mean, it would be amazing if it drove like that as well. Um, but I don't think we can expect that. And I think it needs to be it needs to be accessible for people. So I'm, I'm fully aware of that. And I think it's the kind of game that fans of cars would enjoy rather than just fans mm -hmm. of racing. Um, so yeah. therefore, I want them to strike a good balance where it feels nice in the controller, and if you can do wheel support, then brilliant. Yeah. Nice. And uh, Tom, which uh, which game Ooh. were you looking forward to? It's Gran Turismo Seven, of course. But aside from <laughs> that, I think um, I think I'm looking forward to a couple of off-road games. Uh, I really like the in real life watching the Dakar Rally, which just happened in uh, January this year, and I can't begin to understand how difficult that must be to develop like a two week long rally across thousands of kilometers but I would love to see that done well there was one in 2018 Dakar 18 funnily enough is what it was called and it wasn't that great unfortunately lots of uh, mainly the handling of the vehicles was, was fairly poor in my opinion and the co-driver calls were often mistimed and it was really, you'd get lost in the game very often which is never a good thing <laughs> yeah, well, it is a lot of excuses. Yeah, I was true. I was struggling with it, but I did. I did mercifully power through to the end. But it, it was deeply flawed. And so the de same developers actually not gone from a. They've, I think it was initially going to be like a, a yearly release, but they've had a couple of years off, which is good. So it'd be Dakar Twenty One. Also, in the meantime, they've been purchased by the people who also own the Snow and Mudrunner games. So I'm hoping oh. they use that physics engine to like yeah. better replicate sand and rough terrain, perhaps. And yeah. so that, for me, gives promise. But they might not do that, and it might not work well. Have you played, have you played so. Spin Tires, Mudrunner, uh, those, those... Yeah, whatever, whatever yeah, those yeah. Games I haven't played Spin Runner enough. They're good games. Okay. I haven't gotten into yeah. it, and it's something I've always found kind of interesting. It seems like it's really good for streaming, because you, you know, you're going nice <laughs> and slow, you can read chat, yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's all kind of low speed. The, the yeah. challenge isn't in, you know, the quick reaction times or anything exactly. like that. So. 
It's yeah, not it's racing good. in any way, really. <laughs> right. But so, it's got really, from what I've seen, it's got great physics, as you physics. described, you know, like the yeah, sinking right. in and stuff like that. Right. So that could apply great to the sand dunes, I think. Yeah. Uh, but whether or not they use it, oh, I don't know. But I, but I hope so. And then the other other one, just quickly, was is going to be. It's not been announced yet. But like F one and MotoGP WRC ten, I guess they would call it. I feel last year, many years in the doldrums, but they got the handling right at last. So it'd be interesting to see where they go from there and improving it. But that developer's only got a couple of years left of the license. But I'm still looking forward to another WRC game. Nice. Yeah. For me. Um, uh... Uh, the game that I'm hopeful for this year is, is yeah, it's hope because uh, it hasn't been confirmed, and that's Forza <laughs> Horizon Five. Uh, there's there's been rumors that the uh, that Playground Games has finished Horizon Five before uh, Turn Ten has finished Motorsport Eight. Yep, Eight. I think is the one Seven. we're on now. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven. Oh no, Eight. So, right. right. It's just got no number. Oh. And it's, like, it's the eighth one. I do apologize. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The new, the current one is seven. The new one w would be eight. But yeah. yeah so, but I don't think they're going to release both in the same year. And nope. the last, the last one to come out was uh, Motorsport actually in 2019. Yeah, Motorsport came out in 2019. Motorsport Seven, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Forza Horizon Five is essentially the racing game I'm just most excited about. Whether or not it's coming out in 2021 is a huge question mark but it's the it's the next racing game that i'm really excited about i i've fallen in love with with forza horizon when i got horizon 3 on pc um it is for me the perfect game i don't I, I, there's just something about it you know um you can't really describe why you love your favorite food why you love the your significant other you know things like that you just you it's hard to put words to and with forza horizon like that's how i feel I love it. I love it so much. It just releases those chemicals in my brain that just makes me super duper happy when I play it. And it's it's on a wheel. It's on a controller. It's you know it doesn't matter how I play it, whether it's against the AI, whether it's with friends. And I, I just I'm really hopeful for for Horizon Five. It's uh, I would assume going to be new gen. I think they are developing it for the next generation of consoles, um, especially because it's a first party game you know it's coming from microsoft essentially they're the publishers on it so um you know they're going to be pushing quite hard i would assume to utilize the new power of the of the series x and um use it as as almost like a test bed or, or or a platform to show off how good that console is so i imagine there's going to be a lot of working between playground games turn 10 microsoft studios and so on just to get it absolutely perfect and I'm just, I'm really, really optimistic about it. I, I thought four was even better than three. There's some really weird, stupid problems with Forza Horizon 4. Like if you turn on the streamer audio mode, which disables uh, the copyright music, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it forgets that setting every time you launch the game. Every single time I launch the game, I have to go in and enable streamer mode. Uh, the cutscenes are unskippable, even though I've seen it a bunch of times. Like, there's really basic things with the Forza Horizon world that it's like I don't, I don't know how they've missed this. Uh, I, surely there are people on their forums complaining almost daily about this kind of stuff. I would assume I'm not one of them, though. I don't have time for that. Um, so my hope, my hope, was, 
it's already like perfect when it for me anyway when it comes to like physics and 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 graphics and all of that kind of stuff i think it's exactly where it needs to be they just need to you know polish it make it so it's a little bit more user friendly uh, i mean have you guys played any horizon games i've, I've just played full okay on I, pc I, or console? pc okay and john yeah, I was going to say it's it's something I haven't, but listening to your endorphin booster that you've gone on about <laughs> here, I think I'm going to have to give it a go. Because, I mean, it, the thing is, I've told you before, like, I love the early Gran Turismo games, and I love the idea of I, I, yeah. what you said earlier about Forza kind of taking that mantle over recently. It makes me very mm -hmm. excited, and I do want to play it. I think the issue for me was I was kind of more focused on the Sim stuff when Horizon was coming big, and I didn't have as much time for, for those kind of games. Yeah. So um, I think it's definitely something I'm, I'm going to look in for, and, and especially if they bring out something next gen, I think that'd be really cool. Um, so I will say, yeah, I'm all, I'm all I love listening to your passion about it. I mean, that that gets me <laughs> excited to try it out. So I appreciate that. It is faster than Gran Turismo. Like the uh, to go from you know broke to having a Ferrari is a much shorter time <laughs> compared to what you would expect from the old school Gran. You know, Gran Turismo two, three, four. You're spending several races, several championships to driving like, you know, a stock Honda Civic or something like that. It's Whereas so exciting with Forza, like a skyline, like driving exactly. a road skyline for the first time is a big moment. I would say Horizon, they could they could stand to tone it down a little. Give me a little bit less money early on and let you know, let me work for it a little bit more. I'm gonna um completely rain on your parade now, Justin. I'm sorry. Are you ready? I hope you'll speak to me again yep. after this. <laughs> I don't think there's a kind hell's chance that Forza Horizons Five is coming out this year, <laughs> I, and I'll I, tell you why. I, okay, because they've announced, or revealed the next Forza Motorsport, and I know they're different games. Forza Motorsport mm -hmm. is—I know we're talking about Gran Turismo and stuff there, but for me, Forza Motorsport is what competes with Gran Turismo. Horizon has the tune-up aspect, but they're very, very different games. Um, so I wouldn't, if I was Microsoft PR department, why would I announce? this game that's called Forza and release another game that's called Forza before it. Because I know we know the difference between Sport and Horizon, but does the consumer who's looking for a Christmas gift in the game yeah. shop, if such things exist post-COVID or on Amazon or whatever, <laughs> know for their uh, niece or nephew uh, which is the right Forza game for them? Because they've both got Forza, they both start with the name Forza and they've already announced Forza Motorsport. So I think even if it's finished development, that won't come out until this Motorsport one has come out first. And the trailer for the Forza Motorsport was in-engine, but it wasn't gameplay, which suggests to me that that's perhaps further away than they would like or anticipate. So maybe that mm -hmm. that's the one that comes out this year. And if that doesn't, it might not come out to 2022. And then your Horizon 5 might not come out till 2023. So Dear God. That's, that's my that theory. Don't do I'm that sorry. <laughs> but also, you know... With Horizon 4, they've just did uh, a next-gen update for it. They're still doing right. DLC. That also yep. suggests to me that they're in it for the long haul and uh, yeah. that's not dried up. You look at Forza Motorsport 7, there are no updates or content for it anymore. So yeah. it makes sense again that that's the next one that's going to be replaced. And I'd say slip another opinion in there. I think the Forza Motorsport series has been struggling for a few years and has fallen behind the curve. That's exactly what I was about to add. I was going to say Motorsport needs love more than Horizon does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The, for me, it's seven struggling. Is, is really boring. I bought so seven. I played it for two or three hours, and I was like, yep. nope, not for me. I think they're just been on this, every two years, they've got to do it, haven't they? They've got to release one every two years. And sometimes you need a break to refresh it and be more creative with your thinking. And it got to the point yeah. where it was just like, 
this year's Forza Motorsport has more cars. And then the next one came out, it's got more cars. And then it's almost a tour. I'd rather have quality yeah. over quantity at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Horizon has done that as well, too. The number of cars in Horizon is like over 500, 600. I don't, I don't even know. Wow, it's a, wow, it's wow. an absolutely insane number. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, I like. a long period of time, though, right? Right. You know, yes, it's been exactly. Three years, two, three years. So yeah, it's, it's fine. Launch yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I think you might be right about that. I just hope that it's not 2020. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Really, I've been a realist. The endorphin level is just going back down. For <laughs> yeah, just I just can't see them releasing two Forza games in the same year, and I can't see no. them releasing this before that. So, so I, I would assume, so if I'm Microsoft, I would say to the motorsport team, release your game this year, or we're I'm releasing finished. Horizon. Yeah, yeah. release right, it this yes. year, finished, or we're releasing yeah. Horizon. Because mm -hmm. if the rumors are true, and the Horizon team says, look, our game is done, we're ready to go then why would you not? Because first of all, even though they have announced it, as you mentioned, the average consumer hasn't seen that announcement. You know what I mean? That's not right. a commercial that's running during Super Bowl. That's true. It's not, true. It's not you know, in the newspaper or anything like that. So the average person doesn't know that Motorsport 8 has been announced and stuff like that. So it's not too late for them to turn around. I think they're going to want to release a Forza game this year. And if Motorsport can't be that game, Horizon is the only other option. Yeah. I think well, releasing, I, again, yeah. releasing it this year, though, without announcing it at this point, is going to be that's a bold call. That would, yeah, that would be yeah. that would be really like, weird. I think motorcycle. I feel like we should have a pair of in twenty two. <laughs> I think that's yeah. more likely. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. The substitute striker is ready to get on the pitch because the striker is really underperforming, and they really <laughs> got sourced in because if not, they're not going to get another day in it. Yeah, yeah. Totally, no, I get all the references. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it can apply to uh, your football and our type of football, if that makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even watch American football. Oh, right. there's, there's an ocean yeah. between Tom's shoulder and Justin's arm right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So I, right. I, I think that covers it. Uh, do we, we want to do any quick predictions uh, just before we wrap up? Do we want to give any predictions of like what game we think is going to be amazing or which one we think is going to be absolute crap? <laughs> I, I yeah, I definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gran Turismo Seven, and I'm gonna please pray that they back me up on this. But it's gonna be a great game. I don't know. To be honest, I'm with I'm with you. I'm not sure it's gonna be a 2021 game, but hmm. if it is, I think it's gonna be brilliant. And if it's in 2022, I will happily wait. And um, that's that's what's gonna be good for me. I'm not sure what's gonna be bad, uh, but I really hope GT Seven's good. Well, my prediction was just what we covered already. That Justin's gonna be very very sad, and there won't be a Forza <laughs> game this year. Oh, BMNG Career yeah. Mode. That needs to go. BMNG Career oh, yeah. Mode is going to be the game of 2021. <laughs> uh, no. I my prediction was going to be um, that at least relatively, you know, based on expectations, I think NASCAR 21 is going to be the, uh, the the surprise of the year or whatever they end up calling it. Um, but NASCAR's, NASCAR's 2021 video game, I think, is going to be the real surprise of the year, just basing off, you know, people's expectations and stuff like that. Right. So oh, interesting. But that's also that's also you know optimism and hope you know fingers crossed just like you with Gran Turismo <laughs> and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, we'll call yeah. the episode in a year's time and we'll see how bad we were. That's what we'll do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, recap this twelve months time. Great idea. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. That's it for this week's Traction Podcast episode. Thank you for listening and watching. If you like what you heard, please subscribe via your favorite podcast service or like and subscribe if you watched on YouTube. Don't forget to join us on social media at TractionGG on most platforms and visit traction.gg 
for daily racing game updates. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya.